Hello and welcome everyone to episode 49 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? How's it going, everybody? I am, of course, the English letterer for manga like Dragon Ball Super, Kaijuber 8, and uh, one of the Naruto spinoffs currently running. Just real quick... Since last time we recorded this, we got a trailer drop for the uh, Kaiju number eight anime, and I was just drooling. We got, <laughs> I, I did we got, catch that that little teaser, and it's like, ooh, yeah. ooh, that does look yeah. interesting. We we got a lot of stuff relating to you right now because uh, Super came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Super came back. We're doing a, a prequel to Superhero. I, you know, seeing Goten and Trunks in action has been is it's really fun, and we're just like seeing sort of like the timeline kind of move forward is really, really fascinating. Yeah. Having them grow up and Trunks all nervous about asking Mai out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, she, she, yeah, she, like, she's like twice his age. I know. As many people uh, point out, she's like 60. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. If it's... you want to know what Mai should look like, watch the beginning of Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, dear. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I still, I, I don't know if I like that still. No, no. It was, it was, it was weird in the, um, uh, the Goku Black arc, they did that too, but he was like, you know, they were like little kids. But I'm like, she's still a. I, I, I'm not going to get into the whole can of worms. Yeah, that's, that's a weird can of worms that we all of a sudden got into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it's weird and they should stop doing it. Yeah. Stop making it a thing. <laughs> well, I'm, I've seen people hopeful that it's like, oh, please just have her not be interested anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like be, he, he's smitten, but she's like, no, this is, this is not right. Let's just put a pin in that. Like, no more. No more. <laughs> <laughs> they, they found their outs. That's that's all it is. Yes. That's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, we're here to talk about One Piece and man, ready for some lore? <laughs> oh, I'm always ready for some lore. We, we went from pirate hijinks to just some plain old lore, and uh, it might be a bit dense as you as we were talking about before this. So let's just jump right into it with chapter 226, Shoujo, the Salvage King of the Sea Floor. And we got another uh, spread, this time with Nami, Robin, and Chopper. And we actually have some French in here, and I actually did translate it, just to, like just simple Google Translate. And it actually means, there are still plenty of things that I want, which, boy, that is... That's, <laughs> that's basically Nami talking right now, because she has that whole pile of presents next to her. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's, I, I love, I don't know if it's that common where we get, like, color spreads that isn't uh, doesn't involve the whole crew. I, I love this peek at just seeing Nami, Robin, and uh, Chopper just kind of all going out shopping and having a nice day out. Yeah, it's 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 cool to see the two of them together. We're, we're so used to seeing Nami hang out with Vivi that it's like, okay, establishing the dynamic yeah. of her being with Robin. Good stuff, good stuff. Mm-hmm. We begin properly with the three of them returning to the going merry and everybody freaking out. I was like, oh, God, you guys are wounded. What happened? And uh, immediately have to have a gag because Chopper's calling out, call a doctor. <laughs> call a doctor. Yes, <laughs> of course. It's very fun. Very cute. And it also, I think, goes to show just how minor this beating was in the grand scheme because they both look fine. They just have to clean up the blood and they're just like, that's eh, what. Yeah, they're they're good. Yeah, I definitely I, I 
love seeing the parallels. We, we talked about this last episode where that whole scene was really reflective of the first chapter with Shanks and Luffy and Shanks kind of, you know, in the bar, getting the beer kind of beat over his head. Mm. And now Nami is in the position that child Luffy was where, you know, he's like, why didn't you fight back? <laughs> yeah. And she is, she is upset. Like she is yeah, she's the best part of this, this whole chapter. chapter. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. <laughs> embarrassed. She wants to blow up the whole town. <laughs> she, Zoro, Zoro points out that she, she's the one that didn't want them to fight and now she's like don't drink yep. bring up ancient history and yep. then she, she yells at chopper to make him cry <laughs> because he asked <laughs> about skypea and then yeah, when- i love the, like, he's he's just so like you know you know trying try to change the subject trying to you know he's just got those sparkles in his eyes like you find anything out about skypea and she's just not having it <laughs> <laughs> i love the bottom panel where she's like you know, they laughed at me and I didn't say anything funny. Why were they laughing? And they, Chopper uses the guard boost. Usopp uses his ketchup star. I like before I read the ketchup star lines like, oh, God, she beat him half to death because he looks. Yeah, fully dead. Like he's, he's playing dead. Yeah. And then we actually find out what Robin was up to. She was going clothes shopping and also looking for e- information about Skypea because got to have her back in her yeah. cowboy outfit, apparently. Like <laughs> through all this, Robin just, you know, she's coming back here in her cowboy outfit. It looks like she was out shopping for clothes. And hey, she was successful. She got clothes and she got a map of Jaya where someone told her that the X marks where Jaya's biggest weirdo lives. A guy by the name of Mont Blanc Cricket. Apparently he was chased out of town for talking about dreams. So that has a potential. And I actually really like seeing all of Jaya. Like it just seems to be that one town of Mocktown plus a forest. But the fact that the the island kind of looks like two monsters staring at each other is kind of fun. Yeah, it's and it's sort of like just parallel. I don't know. It's cool that um we didn't get this information immediately, so we really just kind of landed at Mocktown and we're like, oh, we're at Jaya. But now we're seeing that there's actually quite a bit more to it. Mm-hmm. It's not a huge island, but there's more to it yeah. than you would think. But hey, speaking of that mouth bay that we saw, we get more as. Uh, it's time for another weirdo <laughs> as we oh, see all yeah. these guys underneath a boat having their ears out with this sort of sonar system by some uh, somebody going woohoo. And by using the echolocation, these guys are actually able to detect what's around. Like they find a, a school of fish that they can try to f- bring up. They And they realize that the going Mary is actually coming towards them. Yeah. It's neat. It's unique. But also like... I'll be honest, this character did nothing for me when I was reading this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this it seems nah, like well, so yeah. repetitious from what we just did. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. Uh, I'm I'm glad, uh, as we'll see here in a bit, like we don't dwell on it for too long, thankfully. I was I was already kind of tired of uh, Masira's bit by the... You know, by the time we were done with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just kind of like, all right, yeah, we got we got another one of these. We can't just get from point A to point B without anything happening. So here's here's our sort of little bit. Yeah. And that, that's when we find, well, Shoujo, the salvage king of the sea floor, who's has who has a bounty of 36 million berries. Yeah. And I love how they ask, like, what species are you? I'm a human fool. Yeah. <laughs> Though I do love um, I don't just know a couple little bit <laughs> about Shoujo. So I was like, so is, like, is it a pun on uh, Shoujo, like for like, you know, like a girl, which means girl in Japanese. And he's got like, you know, he brags about like how he's never cut his hair in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's got like, oh, got like this long, like Goldilocks hair. But I, I looked into it. And so his his name is spelled with like both a long sho and a long jo, 
which apparently means orangutan. Oh. And is also, it also can refer to a mythological ape-like creature. His, uh, his sail also has the, it says, Mori no Hito on it, which just means like forest, like person of the forest. And he has a little, he has the kanji for forest on his belt. <laughs> so he's a lot, a lot to go in here. <laughs> yeah, I, I've learned that if you learn Japanese and start looking at a lot of character names, they're all just puns. They're all puns. They're, they're all puns. puns. That's, yeah. that's all. That's all. <laughs> yeah. My one, because I, I find all this trivia way more interesting than Shoujo himself. Uh-huh. But like, apparently he was in one of the video games from the four kids era and in oh. that they spelled his name like shoujo but like joe is in j-o-e <laughs> oh my god <laughs> which is just like sure why not all right whatever <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's sort of uh, cool that they have like localized names for characters they never got to right i think there might be a few more from uh upcoming characters since you know the the dub stopped after uh, alabasta right right but yeah we find out that jojo is the brother of masira and he was upset to learn that luffy kicked his butt but hey he's still alive but he wants to get revenge so he use his havoc so- sonar with his microphone to start ripping up the planks of woods and you think, oh no, not the Mary again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, oh. It really there's just this arc in particular, the Mary has just been going through it. This poor thing. That image in the top left where it was Usopp screaming about ruin all the repairs being ruined, and you see the Mary is like, How is this thing still floating? There are so many holes in this ship. <laughs> it's rough. Oh, Man. I, that that poor thing. That, that's really yeah. all it comes down to. I did want to, like, talking about uh, Shoujo's kind of, like, microphone gimmick, kind of a sonar gimmick, which... Uh, not a devil fruit, by the way. That's just a thing he can do. At least I... It, it seems like I'm, it. It's, I think it's just yeah, a it thing they can do, and they just happen to look like monkeys, even though they're human. So yeah, there's no, like, monkey-monkey fruit or anything. Yeah, or, or any sort of, like, like voice-voice fruit or sonar-sonar fruit. I don't know. Uh, but But I was going to compliment how sort of, like how cool the you know having the guys underwater all you know kind of just the the whole sonar thing is cool but then you see him breaking his own ship with his own with his own voice and you're like all right this guy's an idiot (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that's the thing both him and masira are impressive in their own ways but they're idiots which yes okay that's that's common for one piece that's just how it goes (laughs) (laughs) yes 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 it is Fortunately, we don't spend as much time with Shoujo as we do with mm-hmm. as we did with Masira. Yeah. Moving right, moving right along, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, we got the people of of uh, Mock Town talking once again, where they're all complimenting Robin and how she was, uh, you know, just getting information and how they got uh, she got information on this cricket. Basically, Bellamy here hears about him owning some gold bullion. And that gets him interested, and that's how we end the chapter. It's like, oh, oh, okay, Bellamy's not done. Yeah. I like one of the goons on the previous page was like uh, talking about Robin. She literally had us all in the palm of her hand. Makes me think that uh, there was some interrogation going down. Yeah, it it kind of feels like it. <laughs> I was like, oh, mm. <laughs> and maybe he just didn't want to admit it. And he does say she was strong, so hmm. yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> all right, yeah, but it's yep. like uh, we're getting uh, Bellamy's moving into action here. Looks like it. Well, we would it would be the end, but uh, we actually got a popularity poll here. 
Our second one. I love it when they uh, have these and God, over 50,000 votes cast for uh, when, it, this had, when had to have been like 2002, 2003. Something like that. It's it's like still relatively early in its run. And yeah, seeing all this and naturally Luffy's number one. But honestly, Zoro is not far behind. He was only behind they're, by they're like very close. 200 votes, if that less. That's that's incredible. 150 basically yeah <laughs> and right behind his captain yep and then there's sanji as number three he rose up since the last time we did this chopper has already outranked nami oh my goodness poor uh Usopp bringing up the rear as far as the straw hats but hey at least all those straw hats are the top six that's that's a nice yeah hey that's something and then of course we got for only appearing a few times shanks still at number seven and hey has not done nothing (laughs) here's the reason ace keeps popping up in the anime because he's number eight already from that one appearance i'm so happy for bon clay bringing up uh making up the top 10 yeah just edging out vivi who would have guessed yeah that's a that's a respectable top 10 i'm happy with that yeah that's a a good top 10 nika uh robin bringing up number uh with number 11 she'll probably rise up yeah she'll definitely rise up and i I, honestly the one i'm most shocked at as far as these uh, some weird uh additions koza number 16 yeah i I, sure okay koza never left that much of an impression on me but all right he was neat Uh. yeah I mean, I guess the same Ben Beckman, I guess, left more of an impression on impression on me personally. But uh, they, they I go. forget. Was he like he was he the guy who shot the other guy in chapter one? Or was that like the sort of uh, was that like the guy with the glasses? Yeah, I think that was the the big guy that always eats meat. That, that yeah, shot the, yeah. Shot the guy. So in, he's he's, he's just, just there. <laughs> yeah, he just sort of beats people with his his rifle rather than actually shoot anybody, it seems. But yeah. Yeah. Then Johnny. <laughs> Number 18. Did not expect that. I, I, why? I <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Uh, then it's the fun the fun of Panda Man beating out so many characters, even yep. Buggy. Probably one of uh, like the most appearances just short of the Straw Hats themselves. I, I think so. Also, I love the wacky ones as we go along. Yep. Oda himself, number 25. The Kung Fu Jugons at number 27. Gaimon, that one-off, is at number 32. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> How could jo- Gaimon beat out Laboon? Come on. <laughs> I love that Maria the uh, Maria Onion Bear, that random woman that looks like the, the, the hiking bear from... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> she got number 35. <laughs> More popular than Django. More popular than Bellamere. What? Yeah. And beating out Miss Valentine, Miss Valentine, who all tied. Actually, Django, Val- Miss Valentine, and Mr. One all tied at number 38, which. Oh, I. Wow. Yeah. A little sad. <laughs> I, it, even somebody, the, the, the Minotomo, the carpenter, actually got number 51. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you can tell the silliness of the One Piece fandom for a lot of them. Like, oh, I'm going to vote this. A, a, a lot of the sort of like uh, shouldn't jump character popularity polls, they, especially the further down you get, they tend to get really silly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get into chapter 227, Noland the Liar. And hey, we're back to Hachi. And yeah, he had that dream of the takoyaki stand. And the catfish are so grateful that he fed them all. That they repay their debt by building him a ship. It's good deeds. I'm. I just. Yeah. God. They. This thing's huge. <laughs> yeah. It is. The trading quest continues, and my God, that's some good craftsmanship. Yeah. Wow. So, 
Good on you, Hachi. I love it. He did. He did the right thing. He did. Uh, simping doesn't do anybody any good. No, he wouldn't have gotten anything out of giving it to Octopaco. So exactly, you're better off. You're better off. Anyway, into it itself. Everybody's trying to fix up this ship after Shoujo's oh. attack. Oh my god! This is the only the only purpose that he served in that chapter. I I guess so. And even Zoro now is saying like, you know, it's maybe time we got a new one. And Usopp is just like, no. We don't want to do that. And Luffy immediately says, like, no, no, we'll get her fixed up. Good as new. She's part of the crew. So yeah, Usopp's all appreciative. It's like, all right. And then, well. of course, he he breaks it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he does. Immediately after saying that. That's that's just Luffy. So they reach the a place on the map where Mont Blanc Cricket lives. And uh, they see his place where it's a giant castle. It looks like, but it's all an illusion. It's just plywood. Yeah, <laughs> I, this is a great, I, I remembered this, so I, I saw it coming, but it's still a great gag of just like what you think it is to the immediate subversion. <laughs> it's just like, this is a dinky little place on the other side of it. Mm, plywood and half a house. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh, God. According to Robin, she doesn't know all the details, but he claims that there's a huge hoard of gold somewhere on Jaya. And that immediately gets Rob uh, Nami interested. She's like, Chopper, start digging. Start digging. <laughs> just going straight for it. I mean, I, I love these sequences of uh, just like the second that the Straw Hats land on a new location, everybody just kind of goes there, like all, all getting up to their own separate silliness. Usopp naturally a little too afraid. To, well, maybe, maybe not afraid, but just like Luffy just wandering into the house like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know who lives here. Just breaks into his house. While Nami looks around outside, she finds an old storybook called Nolan the Liar. And uh, I love Usopp. That's a catchy title. I like the theme. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of little like, not, uh, I, I, it's just like like kind of jabs at Usopp. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, the liar. Huh? Just just hmm. like you. Who knew? And actually, this brings back memories to Fursanji because he read it as a kid, even though it was published in the North Blue. And that's where we learned that he was actually born on the North Blue. Yeah, and I kind of just like, like uh, you know, Usopp probably in here for the, the audience. Who just like, I just kind of assumed you were from the East Blue, like the rest of us. And he just says, yeah, I was raised in the East. Well, never mind that. And yeah. he just says, the story is pretty famous in the North. So it's just like, huh, some Sanji backstory we don't know. That's yeah, interesting. He was born up North. Yeah. But we do learn that it's a children's tale, but it's actually true. And yeah. basically, the tale of Nolan the liar, and I love this. I love this artwork sh- shift. Yeah, the, yeah, the it's thicker really, really lines. Cool. It's it's so. It really feels like a storybook. Yeah, it's great. The font they chose for it's kind of unreadable, so I was like, yeah, I really had to get in there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bit cursive-y, so uh, you just kind of go with it. But yeah, more than four hundred years ago, there was a man named Mont Blanc Nolan who was an explorer and his adventures, uh, sto- his stories about his adventures were so amazing that nobody could actually believe them, believe them. And then he returned one day to the king with his travels. And he says, I found a mountain of gold in an island in the vast sea. So the king took 2000 soldiers and went with Nolan to verify the claim. Also small detail. Love that the king's castle is the same as what Mont Blanc. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what up he for his built it after plywood. Yeah. yeah. So they set upon the great ocean and they were buffeted by tempest and attacked by sea monsters. And by the time they actually reached the island, only the king, Noland, and a hundred soldiers remained. Holy crap. <laughs> like, wow. But 
There were no mountains of gold. It was only a jungle. So because of this lie, Noland was sentenced to death. And he, before he died, his last words were, I know the mountain of gold must have sank into, into the sea. And the others were all just flabbergasted. So no one believed Noland anymore, but he stuck to his lies at the ver- to the very end. What a fable. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this what people are telling, like, bedtime stories to their kids in the One Piece world? About this liar who led the king on a suicide mission, basically, to... And he just kept lying until the very end. And then we killed him. The and end. then we killed him. Like, I don't know if there's a moral on this. <laughs> <laughs> lying, uh, you will die. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> but it turns out, Bellamy is aware of this story as well. And so is uh, Sarki, Sarkis, as they're all from the North Blue. And it's very common there. So they're just laughing about the fact that it turns out that this story took place on Jaya. Yeah, that's got what a coincidence. Yeah, who knew? So it turns out a descendant of Nolan the Liar is the one searching for the gold 400 years later. So apparently he's trying to redeem the an ancestor who's branded a liar. And Bellamy, of course, finds this, this absolutely it's hilarious. Hilarious. Because everything to him is hilarious. Everybody point and laugh. <laughs> I love this little, again, digs, where Nami says, Sadly, the liar died without ever becoming a brave warrior of the sea while looking at himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like... <laughs> it's like, don't know, add your own commentary. But meanwhile, in the background, Luffy gets pulled into the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is uh, not good. <laughs> no, definitely not good. And all of a sudden, this guy shows up from from the water saying, that, you know, well, actually, not this guy. It's Cricket. <laughs> yeah, of course. I love how he's referred to as the lost, the last boss of the Monkey Mountain Allied Force. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I, I I think, do they mean last as in previous or last as in, oh, he's he's the, the last boss? I, I, I took it as, oh, he's the last boss. But yeah, yeah, I thought so, too. But I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and he actually takes on. Sanji and honestly, seems and he's like kind of pretty it's even. Really fight. even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, I, I remember this character. I, I remember Cricket. I did not remember that he kind of, like, kind of gave a Sanji a little bit of a run for his money here. Yeah, and honestly, he's kind of awesome. Like, I only remember just like an old man with the monkeys. That's all yeah, I remember yeah. from the first time I read this. I forgot that Cricket's kind of jacked. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's cool because, I mean, he's like, at first you think he uses kicks like Sanji, um, but then like just the way they're kind of able to sort of, he kind of does like this forward palm strike thing that Sanji kind of catches with his foot. Um, And then he just kind of busts out the Glock. (laughs) (laughs) Shoots, tries to shoot Sanji in the face, but thankfully he missed. Zoro goes to get involved. And the other thing I really liked about this is just the, the, play on expectations like oh you're thinking a uh, descendant of noland and uh what he probably just like some homely old man yeah we saw this goofy looking fellow and all of a sudden we see cricket and he's like jesus (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) shows up first thing (laughs) ready for a kill it's so rough that zoro goes to get involved but all of a sudden cricket just sort of kills over (laughs) because (laughs) usopp was the one that ran in to catch luffy from falling into the water Turns out that, uh, thanks to doc, uh, Dr. Chopper being here, he has the bends, condition of divers. So he ex- helpfully explains that when divers come out, a diver comes out of the deep water too quickly, the sudden decompression causes air bubbles to form in the blood and tissue. These bubbles expand and cause problems in the vascular system, muscles, and joints. And Luffy just says, oh, it must, it must be unnatural. <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> Apparently the man's been diving day, deep, deep day after day, day without giving his body time to decompress. 
Yeah, I, f- I feel like you already sort of know where it's going, where, like, that is enough information to know that he's been diving a lot, you know? Yeah, he's been diving a lot, and then we end on the chapter on this picture of him with Masira and Shoujo looking very happy. Yeah. But also with the the ominous, the ben- in some cases, the bends can be fatal. It's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have an SBS where we get the birthday for Nico Robin, thanks to the suggestion of... I guess an editor <laughs> where, because you know, she's Nico Robin. Mm. Uh, it's Japanese for February 6th to six. So there you go. That makes sense. Yeah. Robin's Which uh, is this the, no, it's not the first one we've had of that, but it, it is going to continue to be a trend of uh, people writing in uh, just like, I think this birthday should, this character should be this birthday based on a, a Japanese number pun. And yeah. And Oda just is like, yep. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Works for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to chapter 228, Mont Blanc Cricket, the last boss of the Monkey Mountain Allied Force. I feel like I read that already. <laughs> 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 but hey, it turns out you were right. This is the end of Hachi's tale. 30, 30 chapters, 30 volumes, I guess. The grand opening of Takoyaki 8, an octopus fritter shop on the high seas. I'm so proud of him. He like gets this, to live out his, his childhood dreams. That's that. He's, yeah, it's it's cute and wholesome. This is like, this was a really good cover story. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed this one. We get some fun new characters. We got a mermaid. You got this starfish whose name I could still not remember. Hachi learning to be a better person. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's just, he, lear- he learns a lesson. Like, it's a good... I, I I feel like Oda might be getting better at these. Yeah. And and just sort of like establishing what <laughs> uh, kinds of stories he wants to tell with them. Mm-hmm. I am quite curious who's going to be next. Yep. I got no clue. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm lost at this point. But yeah, we get into the chapter itself. And yeah, we saw that, the, that these three were all friends. And sure enough, here's Masira and Shoujo showing up. And they're yep. too big for Call the door. Boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got boss here and just sort of catch them all. <laughs> They're ready to fight. And it's like, hey, what have you done to the boss? It's like, no, we're giving him medical treatment, so go away. And it's like, no, he won't listen to reason. Oh, that's so nice of you. Oh, they've listened to reason. <laughs> they listen to reason. Oh, no, they listen to reason. <laughs> the, the, the beginning of, of what is to be just like some, as whatever as I am about these characters, they're sort of. Uh, their interactions with Luffy in particular, I think, are, are really fun. Yeah. I, I When they're friends, they're endearing. But when they're enemies, yeah. it's like, okay, I got their shtick. Yeah, exactly. And thankfully, from this point on, they're friends. Especially because, as you said, Luffy just gets along really well with them. I think it might be Zoro in a t- tiny little panel off to the side. He's like, they all have monkey brains. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also love, it's like, but how did you manage to beat a, a little guy like you manage to beat this big lug? Oh, it was easy. You could do it. Really? Sure. And he gives it a try and sends him flying. <laughs> he, just, oh, he just kicks him. He's like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, I just, oh my God. They're, they're all so, they're just charmingly dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quite curious why Cricket has a tattoo. It says maroon. But that looks like a macaron. I mean, I guess maybe that's the origin of his, his, like, why he's called that. I don't know. Maybe. So, yeah, I don't know. He finally wakes up. He apologizes for attacking. And Luffy immediately says, we want to go to the island in the sky. How do we get there? 
And of course, he starts laughing at them. Uh, and Nami is not having it. <laughs> no, she is done. It's like, we, we just healed him. He's still recovering. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Cricket starts reflecting. It's like, well, there was one man who said it did, but he went down in history as, the, as a liar. And his descendants have been the objects of ridicule ever since. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Luffy Usopp, just like, looking immediately at Is Usopp. you? <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's time to learn that, the, the, yeah, he's a descendant. And, you know, he's like, oh, it's so distant. I probably don't even have a drop of his blood in me. But the Mont Blanc family was driven off and forced to live in shame. And even to this day, we're still ridiculed. But nobody in the family ever held it against him because we all know that he wasn't a liar. Oh, ho, 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 ho. we're getting the we're getting the subversion. Uh, I just like introducing the story and then kind of getting like the oh, no, here's the other perspective on it. It's like, hey, he was grinning like an idiot in the story, but he actually died with tears rolling down his cheeks. The island they reached was definitely Jaya. It's the same island he said held the ruins of the city of gold. And he theorized that the ancient ruins sank into the sea due to the shifting of the Earth's crust. But everyone thought it was out of desperation, so he was put to death as everyone laughed at him. That is uh, I, yeah, just brutal. Kind of brutal. Yeah, that's sad. The thing is, they're laughing at him when 1,900 of their men <laughs> died on the way here. Right, like, like, I don't know, joke's on you. Like, Yeah. Uh, I, I sent most of, I, I led most of these people to death. Yeah. Uh, I, I do love, you know, the... I think the sort of natural assumption, you know, that, you know, that Usopp's got here, you know, so in, in order to clear the Mont Blanc name, you don't, you've been diving down to the ocean floor to, uh, in search of the city of gold. <laughs> and of course, he's just, don't be ridiculous, you know, just <laughs> pointing a gun at Usopp. is like, points actually them. shooting at him. He has a bullet hole above Usopp's head. Oh, <laughs> it's just like, uh, no, he's so offended. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if he was telling the truth. I don't care if he was a great explorer. None of that matters. Because of that fool's blood in my veins, I was made fun of all throughout my childhood. That's how I grew up. So in order to restore the family honor, there has been countless Mont Blancs that have gone to sea and all of them have disappeared without a trace. So I was ashamed of my family and I left home to become a pirate. Ten years ago, my ship happened to land on this island after an adventure. And ironically, me being the one who hated him most was the one who found him. So he's like, yep. all right, we're settling this and decided to stay, just stay there. He's way cooler than I remember. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like Cricket is freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, I do love that it's not just sort of like a typical, oh, I'm the descendant. So, you know, I have to solve the mystery once and for all. It's sort of, there. there's an edge of resentment to it all. And he's just kind of resigned to his fate. Yeah. And it's. Very different because we've met a lot of characters with stories like this in One Piece where it would have been like, oh, you want to redeem yourself. And Oda yeah, finds a way to treasure it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, just the way that he says it's a, it's a battle with the man who ruined his life. Though so Luffy asked the natural next question. So what's with the monkeys? And so there must be a moving tale about men who risked their lives in the ocean's depths behind it. No, they're just fans of the story. <laughs> they're just fans. <laughs> they're fanboys. They came here uninvited, convinced that Nolan's goal was real, and they decided to just hang around and help. That's honestly so adorable. <laughs> it really is. And I like the fact that they're both really good at salvage, which also ties into... It makes sense. It yeah. all comes together. It's really good because, as he points out, the sea around here is really deep. So when you're diving in the dark and cold water, the loneliness gets intense. They kind of saved him. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's sweet. His crew. <laughs> it's yeah. his crew. His actual crew didn't even stick around. It's the, these two he, did. Yeah, seriously. And of course, Usopp's immediately touched. 
the bravery yeah yeah <laughs> it's like ah oh, can lift a man's sad heart and all luffy says is i'm tired of monkey stories i want to go <laughs> yeah. to the, the uh, sky island <laughs> luffy feels like such a child in this section where he's just like i don't care about any of this i wouldn't go to the sky mm-hmm. <laughs> that is all that matters here Yep, and he's like, huh, you don't get it, do you? You'll just become a laughing stock if you like me if you believe on this. But here you go. He's like, here's the last logbook of Noland, where he didn't actually go to the Skyland. He didn't say didn't he say he actually went, but there is a passage here, and we get some actual years for One yeah. Piece, where the age of Kyan, eleven twenty, where they they follow, followed it and they got a hold of a unusual item from a merchant. A, a one-man boat called a waver, which one rides like a ski. The strange vessel can even sail on windless days by creating its own wind, but there's a knack to operating it that I have not been able to master. But the crew are enjoying it now. And it's like, huh, well, that's We're finally getting a, a piece of, like, uh, I don't know, I, I, like, they're, they're discovering artifacts. Yes. <laughs> they're kind of pretty, piecing it together. I just, I love seeing this kind of slowly... Uh, you know, come together after, you know, you get, you get little bits and pieces of hints. Yeah. And there's definitely bits here that like tie into things we've already seen. And it's, it's, it's pretty great, but the power to run the vessel only exists on the sky islands. And you've heard, he's heard that there's many special, many things with special properties up there. And he's like, speaking of sky islands, a fellow explorer once showed me a living sky fish. So it's, you know, I wish to someday visit it and just like, Hey, I might not have gone myself, but I've talked with people who have, and I have art- yeah. artifacts that prove it exists. And uh, that just excites together. everybody. Yes. And they're all cheering. and It's like our first evidence that like there's there's something here. You yeah. Know, this isn't all just like make-believe. I love this moment where Cricket just sort of leaves as they're celebrating, and the, uh, the monkeys ask if he's okay. And he's like, well, do you like these people? And it's like, why do you ask? And he's like, well, these pirates are determined to go to the Sky Island. But there's only one way to get there. And they're like, hey, they'll be killed instantly. <laughs> they'll it's be like, killed instantly. Yeah, yep. Yep. He's like, that's why I'm asking. Because it'll be up to us to help them get there. And that's so oh, exciting. <laughs> it really is. Because it. Oh, we've just, I don't know. I, we're, we're coming across some really helpful characters here now. Um, and it just, it, like, this is the part that had me excited for what was coming next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just building up that lore, building up these connections. And just, ah, yeah. it's, it's cool. It is cool. I, you, you were talking before we got this whole thing started about all the steps. And we're getting to more steps as we go along here. But the steps to this adventure is much more than just follow the log pose. Yeah. Like, I would argue, I can't think of a single other uh, section in One Piece that has just the the backstory and the lore is so tied to, like, where we're trying to go. And we're just, like, trying to get all these little breadcrumbs. Um, mm-hmm. And it just it is it is really exciting to see play out. Absolutely. Let's get to the SBS. Uh, nothing too major, other than again, I love when Oda's like somebody points out a mistake he made. He's <laughs> like, uh, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. This is this is how it works. Like when he when Usopp hits his middle finger, uh, his index finger swells up instead because of the way a balloon works. Um, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Objectively silly <laughs> is how it all just goes. But let's go ahead and get to chapter 229, Let's Eat. And I don't think we'll be commenting on the, these cover stories as much because you know, we're just getting the, back to the individualized ones with each of the crewmates with the, doing, interacting with the animals. Yeah, they're all, they're all fun and cute. Yeah, that's all it comes down to. So it's time to learn 
all that Cricket knows about Sky Island. So it's up to it's up to them to believe whether they believe it or not. And Luffy immediately says, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> no, like, just all right. Wait before you just accept everything you hear. I love that they're all kind of gathered around a little tree stump. A chopper looking adorable as always. Just uh-huh. uh, They're all like they're ready to hear a story. Yeah, it's those. It's always those four. Like I think Sanji's off cooking, Zoro's sleeping, and yep. I think I don't know what Robin's doing right now, but she's <laughs> yeah. around. That tracks. Mm-hmm. So Cricket goes over this, basically saying that there's a phenomenon where in the middle of the day, night suddenly falls on one part of the sea, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that happened to us." Yeah, yeah, those those big shadowy giants. Yeah, like their origins a mystery, so we'll just leave them out of it. But the sudden night is actually a shad- the shadow of a dense mass of clouds. Uh, it's called the Imperio Cumulus, an emperor cloud, because Nami's immediately like, oh, you mean this thing? It's like, they, I can't do that. It's like, shut up, yeah. listen. <laughs> yeah, they, I, they, they interrupt them a whole lot uh-huh. <laughs> just with their stupid antics, which it, it, it's a, like it's more entertaining than just dropping. All, like, this is the exposition, uh, exposition part of this part of the story. But uh, as always, Oda finds a way to make it fun and yeah. uh, completely in character. Oh, yeah. Plus, it's just fascinating like, to come up it with really these is. ideas. Because the, the, the strange thing about this is that the Emperor Cloud has remained unchanged for thousands of years because it's like a petrified cloud. It does not rain, so it doesn't lose its yeah. mass. But, of course, he's only telling what he's heard. That's where they'll find it. That's their best chance. As soon as they hear that, it's like, all right, wake up. Let's go. It's like we don't know how to get there yet. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, she beats him up. Yes, like, yes. Luffy looks more beaten up from Nami than he did from Bellamy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, I, I, I would believe that she is the more fierce of the two. Oh, yeah. So here's how it actually works. The knock-up stream, which we did hear about before. They have to use the knock-up stream to let it carry them into the sky. So it's, as Nami says, it's an ocean current that just goes up into the air by an ocean current. And she's like, well, won't it just smash us back up against against the ocean? So that's what, you know, that's what I've heard at this point. And she's like, yes, that's usually what happens. But the critical thing is the timing of it. Also, the fact that this is a very violent experience. It is basically catastrophic and something you want to avoid normally. I I love the idea that like this is just a thing that happens out in the sea that you could just get like shot up by (laughs) by an ocean current and then come crashing down and die. And like. That's just how it works. Yeah, that's the grand line. It's dangerous. It's yeah. weird. Things happen. <laughs> yep, yep. But I, I imagine there are no short order of uh, of uh, unlucky vessels that are just like, what happened? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it's like, what? This is not good. We do get a little expl- explanation of like geothermal heat and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, it's so massive that for a minute, the sea rises into the air. That is a massive yep. amount of time for something like that. Yes, but it's a little tricky to pin down because the coordinates change each time, but it happens five times a month. But it's just like, like how do we predict this? <laughs> you know, the, the thing is, we have to have two things happen at once. We have to have this knockup stream happen that blasts up there. We have to survive the knockup stream. And then we have to actually land on this Imperio Cumulus. Yes. That's a lot of 
things coming together. And, and even, you know, Usopp points out, like, you know, he's trying to uh, weasel out. Like, all right, let's just, like, forget about this whole Skypea thing. You know, only a lucky, lucky, lucky guy would have a chance of making it. And then, you know, Luffy just, of course, like, ah, we'll be, we'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, Luffy is a lucky, lucky, lucky guy. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he, was, he proved that with the apple last time. And the, um, just getting struck by lightning. <laughs> right. Uh, back, uh, back in Logetown. And as Usopp points out, like, yeah, the Mary, the going Mary would not survive this. It would just smash it up. And you hear the creak from it. It's like, oh, that poor thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yep. But Cricket's like, yeah, he's right. It would happen. But your ship can be reinforced and we can have the monkey brothers help you out. <laughs> like they just poke out of the window. From the- oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, we'd, we'd help. <laughs> and they're, 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 as Nami points out, it's like, hey, we can only stay on this island for one more day. Any longer than that. And the log post will lock onto the next island. So we don't have time. So Usopp's like, oh, right. We can't actually do this life-threatening thing. I'm much happier about this. So when will the knock-up stream and the Emperor Cloud come together next? In a few days, months, years? And Cricket says, oh, tomorrow at noon. Tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> so so convenient. Yes, very convenient, which actually kind of sets Usopp off. Yeah, I loved this. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, no way. This You're lying. The intent, coincidence is just too unbelievable. And why are you being so helpful? Luffy tries to stop and he's like, no, shut up. You're telling me that the only time we can go to the legendary Sky Island is tomorrow, and you're will- even willing to fix the ship and help us get there. That's way too convenient, so what's your game? You're a descendant of Nolan the Liar, so I don't trust you, and that's something coming from Usopp. It really is. that like, I, I, and, and part of it is definitely just <laughs> horrifying fear. existential fear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, there, like, he has a point. <laughs> and, yeah. and it is like... I don't know. It, it's the kind of contrivance, uh, contrivance that I think you can you can get away with when it is just sort of like I, I like that they are acknowledging this is this is lining up way too conveniently. Right. And all he says, all, all Cricket says is, well, whenever the daytime night is spotted in Masira's territory, the Emperor Cloud appears the next day in the southern sky. So looking at the rotation of the monthly explosions, the knock-up stream is bound to erupt tomorrow, and it will occur just south of here. So it's like, it's not a certainty, but the odds are good. Yep. And I like how it's like, he spent 10 years here. Of course he knows all this. He knows. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah, with it happening just... five tons of times a month. Like he, I can buy that he knows this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And just, I, I love how quickly, like, you know, he's like, I, I'm glad I got to meet you fools. <laughs> like, you know, he, he sees that their dreamer is just like he is, you know, even if he doesn't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so such a case. It's, it's, it's such a unique bond that they yeah. form in this in this case. And I, I appreciate it so much. It's one of those things like, OK, I believe that he can do it. And it just so happens like. It's Luffy. <laughs> His yeah, luck is incredible. Luffy. So, of course, yes. he wants to go there. He's going to get to go there. That's that's all it really comes down to. This whole nice response from Cricket defeats Usopp. And he's like, am I just a coward? <laughs> yep. And Nami's like, yep, uh, an idiot too. But I understand how you feel. So go apologize. And he just goes like to tearfully apologize. Pretty great. And then just like it gets to be night. and They're partying it up. You know the wild times with these this group. It's, it's yeah, it's, oh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's crickets hitting on Nami and Sanji's trying to keep him away. Meanwhile, Robin is just sort of quietly reading the book, 
and gets to the last page, and that's when Cricket shows up and kind of catches her off guard. Yeah, I, I was surprised that, like, like, she, you know, she has, like, a, a little sweat drop, but that that is, and she, you know, there's a flinch sound effect, but that, that is, like, more surprised than I thought <laughs> yeah. uh, that she would ever have, which is sort of, like, a, a very slight, like, ah! Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh. <laughs> Saying, I saw the gold in the in the skull's right eye. That tear blotted sentence was the last thing Nolan wrote, wrote, and I still don't know what it means. It's the name of the lost city, omen of death. More mysteries. There's no explanation, but that's why we dive. We see our dreams at the bottom of the sea. And they're like, yes, yeah, right, we're going to fly. We're going to do it. We end the chapter with Bellamy spotting the, the castle, <laughs> their home. Oh, boy. And he's like, ah. Dream-seeking fools don't deserve gold bullion. It's like, ah, uh, that's what we're getting into here. <laughs> I, I love, like, it's not even, it's like even the hint of gold is enough. Like, oh, here comes Bellamy. Uh-huh. He's just like, it's like, ah, oh, it's a dreamer who has gold? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm, I'm all in on this. <laughs> I've come here to, to point and laugh at you. <laughs> yes. But let's go ahead and get to our last chapter. 230, Pursue the South Bird. We have Cricket just recounting a lot of this stuff. It's like, arrived in Jaya. When we got to the island, we heard the strange cries of a jungle bird and the tolling of a giant bell. The sound of that giant bell made of pure gold made resonated and resonated as if to celebrate the untold riches of the ancient city. Throughout these vast seas over countless, countless generations, a great civilization blossomed. And it's just like, more of this description, it's just like, it is kind of awe-inspiring to just hear this stuff. And It is, yeah. Like, this you know, realize that if he's not telling that if he's not a liar and we seem to have evidence, it seems like it's actually true. And he even has some evidence where he finds like, here's a bell of pure gold that, well, kind of it's a bell shaped ingot. Yeah. And they found a few things that does point to it. And I like that, you know, uh, Robin points out, it proves that there was a civilization in this region once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that archeologist bent going to for her once more. And the strange bird, they get a gold statue of that, points in the right direction, it's holding a bell, and they're like, huh, what if they're ancient symbols and stuff like that? So it's just, uh, they, he begins explaining to them, like, oh, yeah, this bird, it's, a, it's the south bird, still found on the island. And, uh, yeah, it just has a strange cry, and speaking of the south bird, ancient mariners wrote of it, and it's like, oh, crap! Uh, <laughs> yep. I feel like it's a very natural thing, too, to, like, you're talking about something, and then it just sort of triggers a memory. Like, oh, no! <laughs> because, as he points out, and honestly, it slipped my mind as well, they gotta go south to get to the yes. knock-up stream in order to get launched up, but they're on the Grand Line. They can't just go south. They always have to follow the log post, which never points in any actual direction. Yep. So they have to rely on this south bird because it just, of all the animals, oh, has the innate uh, sense of direction to show at all times. So if they're going to actually make it to the knockup stream, they need this one last thing, this, this yep, south of course. bird. They're uh, going out on one last, uh, one last adventure here. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this part <laughs> so, so now they got to go out in the middle of the night to do this and we find out they also didn't actually work on their ship they they decided to party before getting any work done oh uh, now that's relatable so yeah. this, th- 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 of co- like of course ne- it can't go entirely to plan so we're in that kind of like well uh night before the exam kind of mode right and it also is like oh we ended with bellamy finding this and we have the straw hats conveniently away and we just yep. introduced a bunch of gold. Oh, I know where this is going. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 So we, all we know is that it has a weird uh, cry and it looks like that 
gold bird, so we'll know it when we hear it. And we just hear this, Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, there's that, that weird cry. So <laughs> they, that's it. Yep. They uh, split up and try to catch it. And the first team is Sanji, Usopp, and Nami. <laughs> uh, I, I love it when they all split into different groups like this. And th- there's even a fun bit here where... Well, one, Usopp's trying to call the bird by going the, doing the Joe, and they confuse, yeah. <laughs> confuse them so it gets beat up. But then Nami gets a giant spider on her, and she freaks out, and our resident coward is okay with bugs. He's like, it's only a spider. Yeah. I like that. And, 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 yeah, it's cute. You know, he says he used to uh, used to play when he was a kid. Like, this is sort of the, you know, <laughs> the one thing that he can handle. Uh-huh. And Sanji can't. He, hate, he hates creepy crawler so he's like no 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 this is the no and then they yeah, spot I love that the, he was just like i'll protect you nami and he's right next to her just freaking out <laughs> it's a fun shift on the dynamic where especially because of the, that those fear faces when they see the tree covered with moths and centipedes and like no yeah, god yeah it, it really you very rarely get to see the other characters scared oh <laughs> so it's like yeah this is fine he's in his <laughs> <Yeah>. comfort zone <laughs> And the other two, uh, the, the team number two is Zoro and Robin. I love just casually, I hear screaming. I ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's just like, ah, you don't have to kill those centipedes. And it's like, ah, don't lecture me. It's their fault for challenging me. <laughs> challenging? What? Zoro, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. And he's like, I, anyway, I don't, I still don't trust you. So don't forget it. She's like, oh, but uh, that's the path we just came from, which is just oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Like, thank God he went with somebody. <laughs> yes. Don't don't leave Zoro alone. She's keeping an eye, eye on him. But our final team, and I don't know about this team makeup, I'll be honest, but Luffy and Chopper. <laughs> Where they're more concerned about catching beetles. Yes. I, I feel like this this is the sort of like uh kind of kind of the cliche Japanese kid hobby is knowing way too much about beetles. Yeah. And I mean, hey it gave us pokemon <laughs> yeah exactly That's the origin of pokemon so there you go but yeah luffy's all about catching these be- be- uh these beetles but sure enough the south bird is there just going joe yes <laughs> it looks so, it looks so intimidating <laughs> it really does just it's, all the lines on it kind of a fun design yeah but it knocks a beehive right into them and they get stung all over and just like they're still getting attacked i think another beehive lands next to them yeah yeah he drops another one as soon as they as soon as they're done uh-huh and thankfully, with Chopper there to get to translate and get this like devilish smirk on him, it's like whoever invades this jungle will die. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no! <laughs> it re- God, it's so. Is this? I don't remember this forest section lasting that long, but God, it is so fun. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's long enough for them to be away. I don't know exactly how they solve it, but you know, yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a fun little excursion. While again, they're away, so of course. Here's Bellamy. <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, it's so much more rewarding to steal someone's treasure when they've suffered a lot to get in the first place. And uh, yep. There so I are. don't remember what happens, but I'm pre- I have a good feeling that Mashira and uh, Shoujo are going to job super hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, because they, they, they look ready for a fight and I'm just like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And they're both rip, of their bounties rip. are like in the mid 30s, like 36, yeah. 35 around there. And Bellamy is 55. So he's. He's not weak, that's for sure. Yeah, certainly. But yeah, we know how this is going to go. 
Two things from the SBS, though. One, there was a question on how Mr. Three was floating in the water uh, when, when he uh, after which is the, a good good catch. <laughs> yeah, good catch. We I think we wondered that as well, and but it just t- turns out there's a big pl- piece of uh, floating wood right underneath, and they allowed him to float. Just uh huh. Sure, sure. Yep. That's yep. it's, uh, it's 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 hey, hey. Do you doubt the floatus stretchington? Ah, uh, no, I would never. Oh, okay. Good man. Good man. <laughs> and one we actually get an origin of bellamy's name he's actually named after the uh, english pirate samuel black sam bellamy he was a notorious very talkative pirate so yeah i uh I, i'd love every now and again uh, a reader will, will point that out that that like a lot of the pirates are actually inspired by real life pirates it's uh perfect yes so yeah uh, a pretty solid set of chapters this week there was a lot to cover a lot of backstory a lot of exposition but it remained fun it is still really really fun it's not fun in the same way as the last set of chapters where we're just all hyped this is definitely sort of a coming down kind of moment yeah but but also kind of getting you excited for the possibilities of the of this sky island and what they're doing yeah this this whole section of the story like like i said before it's all just like nuggets of information you're just getting little bits of uh story and little bits of like just trying to figure out how to get from point a to point b and i i am eating it all up i've forgotten how much jaya is just a blast Mm -hmm. (laughs) it really is yeah and honestly there's not much left yeah we're almost we're almost done we're almost done with jaya so, I, I I'll say it now. I am so excited for next week. Yeah, <laughs> next week's <laughs> gonna be good. Oh goodness! But with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters two hundred and twenty-six to two hundred and thirty of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream vods over at Bitnerd Games on YouTube or Bitnerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter, talking about uh, anime, manga, games, and my job. Uh, not much to shill. Uh, Red Hood came out. Go buy it. Uh, Dragon Ball, you know coming out go buy it go read it i did what i did want to mention this at the top of the show and i just remembered now that we got an announcement there's gonna be a demo for uh, one piece odyssey oh i didn't know uh, that that'll, yeah that'll be coming out on i want to say january 10th like a couple days before the game comes out and so I, i've already been musing doing like a full playthrough of that game on stream just you know since i'm here doing the podcast every week uh so i might be doing the demo you know i might stream the demo as well just to get a taste of what that game is like yeah, definitely give it a, a, a look. We're both kind of interested in that, although we did confirm that I really can't play it because it does go beyond what I've read. Yeah, I had a feeling it would. Yeah. It's so interesting to me how coy they've been with it, though, because they like we really didn't know <laughs> how far they would go for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the, the marketing has finally... There was just like just a little bit where I'm like, okay, yep, all right, that, that confirms it. Like, uh, Derek, you will play this game when we're caught up. <laughs> depending <laughs> on how things go, yeah, depending on how things go, if we run out of chapters, we could just toss in that, that game in particular. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and see what we think, because it is an original story, or maybe just take a... I don't know. We'll see what people say. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I will be sure to talk about it on the this podcast in some form <laughs> sounds good to me so yeah keep an eye out for that and if you'd like to help us out more you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash derek bittner that's d-e-r-r-i-c-k-b-i-t-n-e-r to listen to the next episode three days early and make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 231 to 235 of one piece for our 50th episode good set of chapters for that so until yes. then my friends 
Bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. Hey, old timer! Are you all right? Ah! They come to kill us! <laughs> what in the world are you people doing here? And just what are you doing to our friend? We're trying to help, so I suggest you either lend us a hand or find someone else to buy. Don't antagonize them, Luffy! You know what they're capable of! And now there's two of those savages to deal with! They're savages! Everyone jump out the windows and run away! <laughs> Thank you, guys! <laughs> what did they say?